Yo, 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 what's good? What's good? Kilimanjaro podcast back at it again. But every offense, there's a defense. Innit? That's what I'm trying to tell people. <laughs> As you can tell, Mizani is motivated. They need to know. Innit? They need to know. The people need to know. <laughs> they need to know. Because they don't. They, they don't know. realistically they don't know. speak. A lot of people yeah. don't know. You get a lot Innit? of questions. I do get Every real, I get a lot of this question. I do, yeah. yeah. And, and I try to answer them, man. I try yeah. to answer them. No, That's what you cool. do. That's what you do. Go on his Instagram right now. But yeah, we yeah. Got it. obviously you can tell in it we got a guest in it. I hope Exclusive you can, guest man. in it, very different guest today, in it. You know, uh, he's a, a criminal lawyer. He started his own firm, li- literally from zero to one hundred. Real in quick, it, in it, Mister Mister Ahmed Yakub. Ho- uh, hopefully, uh, I didn't butcher your name. Nah, nah, Ahmed uh, Yakub. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it like that. Let's do it properly. Whatever, whatever you. Uh, what, how are you want to say? It's okay, man. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. How you doing, bro? I'm alright. How are you, man? Yeah, no. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no. Thank you for coming. We've been on, trying, bro. Thank We've been trying it. to get guests like you on more, mm-hmm. and uh, I think season two is going to be stacked up. So, no, we're good. very happy to have you. Pleasure, yeah. pleasure to be here, man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, share, man. share a little snippet of my story. Why not? Mm. Might yeah, inspire man. somebody. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You might inspire <laughs> someone. You know, one person is good enough for us. You know, one person more. As long as we get one person, bro. But yeah, introduce yourself, bro. Like, what do you do? Where do you come from? What's the background? Well, my name is Ahmed Yakub. I'm a criminal defense lawyer from uh, Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, predominantly based in Birmingham, but I work all around the country now. Okay, okay. Um, I've got a uh, good following now all around the country clientele. Yeah, you see, humble, uh, humble. He's got, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. a good following. Yeah. I've got a good following, yes. yeah. Yeah, I like it, I like it. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, man. Blessings, <laughs> blessings. Alhamdulillah. But yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm uh, one of the most recognized. The humble pit is going now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going. We don't need it. We don't need it. He's already for it. I'm on. one of the most recognized lawyers in the country right now. There you go. That's and, right, uh, man. Not just me. I don't just say it myself. Yeah. Speak to any of my clients. Um, I can't keep everyone happy, but I try my best in every single case. It is what it is. Yeah, it's and perfect. you must get like, because I I suppose like, being a criminal lawyer is a bit different to like, uh, normal cases where it's not as like gruesome, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you get a lot of people who are like, I don't like what you do? I do, yeah. I'll yeah. Get, I'll, get, I'll get a lot of people. Uh, do you mean normal general hate or? Yeah, general hate. Yeah, because yeah. I... Because it, it almost sounds like in some of your rules that like you're defending these criminals. You're not. You're not telling people to do bad things. I'm not, I'm not. But what, like, what have they said and what have you said back to them? Yeah, how see, do you like I don't that? respond. Mm. See, what he is, is uh, there's a famous saying, yeah. if you're going to stop... And throw stones at every dog that barks at you. You're not yeah, going to yeah, get to yeah. your destination. Yeah, mm. you're going to get sidetracked. So I don't really respond to uh, any comments or if, on social media or in general general life, normal, every day. Mm. I don't respond to a lot of negative people because I think that would be giving me, giving them a part of my energy. What's yeah. The yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. Making them feel important for no reason. Yeah, and in this generation, mm. I guess that phrase would be like lowering your vibration, right? Lowering like your you vibration. don't want to be lowering your vibration for anyone, you know? Protect your energy, man. You have to. Mm. And a lot of people don't, right? I guess that's why, like, in this generation, like, relationships are a bit messy, you know what I mean? Like, people are cheating all the time, you know? It's because they don't have that respect, you know? They don't. For have themselves. It. For themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. that's what it is. It's respect yeah. for yourself to not Self-respect, yeah. uh, respond. Self-respect. If you understand your values, then you're accordingly. This is what I say to my kids. Uh, one of my kids is a boxer, and I yeah. says to him, "Our school is a bit naughty, 
and he's always like the class clown. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Like all these people are laughing at you. They're yeah. not laughing with you. Yeah. So have a bit of self-respect. If yeah. you have self-respect, mm. you won't want to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you have self-respect and you won't want people to laugh at you and think that you're a clown. It's all about self-respect. It boils down to self-respect. You have to value yourself. If you don't value yourself, don't expect others to value you. That's the thing. Yeah. And if you want to be the class clown, like make people laugh for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. Exactly. You know? And if they laugh with you, then you're gaining their respect at the end of the day, right? Exactly. Because then they get the joke. Exactly. Right? They're involved. Otherwise, you know. Exactly. If you're just like telling teachers to fuck off, you're not really going to get anywhere, you know what no. I mean? Respect is They're a big thing. They're laughing at your stupidity at that point. Respect is uh, the key to success, I would say. One of the keys to success, respect everyone around you. Uh, whether Definitely. they are not making a penny, whether they are billionaires, you must show everyone the same level of respect. I've seen people, I've come across people, the first thing they ask you is, what yeah. do you do for a living? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Because they want to measure. They want to size you up. Yes, yeah. they want to measure the level of respect they're going to give yeah. you. Mm. I'm not like that. And is it even worthwhile to exactly, have this? Exactly, to have engagement. a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me, I've been brought up differently. My father's taught me to have the same level of respect as a you would give to a prime minister or a judge, mm. the same level give to a janitor or a waiter. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I've been brought up. And I think that is one of the main reasons for my success. Yeah. I respect Definitely. everyone. You have to respect whether you like them or not. Yeah. You have to show respect to everyone. But what do you say yeah. to the people who are kind of like against that narrative because they've kind of been brainwashed by the society. They're kind of like, Oh, you know what? I am going to give people metrics based on if they can give me any value. What do you say to those people who I'm look totally at your against respect that. point and you're like... Mm. I'm totally against that. Yeah. Um, I think to get anywhere in life, you've yeah. got to show gratitude because whatever you have got, whether it be, whether it be materialistic things or, I don't know, health-wise, anything, whatever you've got is from the Lord. Yeah. If you're not going to show gratitude to the Lord, and you're going to treat other people with disrespect, sooner or later you're going to fall flat on your face. Mm. And I've yeah. seen it happen to loads of people that I know. Yeah. Loads of people I know. There's people out there that I used to study with. Yeah. Uh, I just say I've done my legal practice course with them and they've come from universities like Oxford, Cambridge universities, you know, yeah. the high-end universities in the country. Yeah. And I don't want to sound bad or don't want to sound disrespectful to them but they're still in the same place they were when we were studying yeah, looking yeah. for jobs working for other people working in other areas of not law basically working in other um, other fields trying to other make fields, it right? trying, trying to make it yeah. still trying to make it yeah. why because they couldn't talk to someone with a straight face yeah and uh, I met someone not long ago yeah in Tesco's they wasn't working there but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they was I met him there, I was shopping, and I seen him there, and I go, what were you doing nowadays? Well, a guy from school. A Are guy you? from yeah, yeah. Uh, where I did my legal practice course, and this okay. person was yeah. a Cambridge University student. Okay, okay, yeah. I yeah. went to Wolverhampton University, one of yeah. the worst universities in the country. Yeah. And I used to be looked down upon when I used to be doing this course. Yeah. yeah. From that person as well, so... Okay, okay. I just spoke to him, and goes, well... I one of them full him, circle moments that yeah. you love. Yeah. What you up to these days? Yeah. And it goes, ah, oh, bits and bobs here and there, doing some consultancy work here and there. Yeah. Not really wanted to be. 
Yeah. When we was all studying about 10 years ago. Yeah. Like you had different projections, right? Like he should be like kind of where you're at right now. Or better. Or better because he had the prospect, right? Of the Cambridge friend. He didn't even have to ask me. He didn't need to ask me Mm. what I'm doing or what I'm up to or how successful I am. Because you know what? The success makes the noise, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. It makes the noise. And also, like, you had that encounter because you know what? You were at the bottom at one point. And now you've seen how far the respect actually goes. Of course, yeah, it's, you know? it's, it goes a long way, man. It goes a long and way. You get penalized, man. Like you know, I feel like there is some universe out there who is like keeping track of our karma points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In a way, there there must be right. What goes million around comes around, man. Million percent there mm-hmm. is, man. Hundred percent. You get you get treated the way you are. The way you're going to treat someone, that's the way you get treated. Ultimately, it works that way. Yeah, uh, I've seen it happen. Numerous times, it's like kids are giving example. Um, when some kids are disrespectful to their parents, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know how they could do that. I know. Yeah. Slapped up for that shit. I know hundred percent. But I know hundred percent. Those parents, bro. Those parents used to be disrespectful to their parents. Their See, own. That's what my parents are saying. Whenever I give them disrespect, around, that's around. what they tell me. But right. I don't agree with them yet because I'm not there. Right. But I know that once I'm there, I'll probably change my mind. You will change. How old are you now? You know, I'm 25. 25, yeah. Yeah. A couple of years. Inshallah, you get kids. Yeah. And I'm telling you. Inshallah, if man. Inshallah. You have been disrespectful to your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bracing myself a little bit, bro. Yourself, you said brace chill yourself. is not my spine a little bit, bro. Brace yourself. That's not where I need to be. But it, it's funny because we were talking about how you were being kind of humble at the beginning, but not really because you said it with confidence, like where you're at, what position you have and where you've got to. And the thing is, people kind of mistake this kind of confidence for arrogance. They do. And, you know, I can see it very clearly that you're not the kind of arrogant person. But when you saw that person in Tesco, they were kind of not confident enough, right? No, there wasn't. Because See, they know where their actions led them. Uh, confidence the the and self-belief, mm. hard work can get you places where talent alone can't get you. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Some people look at me and they say, this guy got lucky. Yeah. You know what I say to them? Hard work puts you where good luck can find you. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's like putting yourself in the right opportunity you have to, rather you got than to. Like yeah. and wishing on a star, you know? You can't be one of these people who wish on a star. I and um, I, I probably have an example, right? So I used to play golf quite a bit. I don't know if you've seen anything. I hope you have. Oh, if you don't, then you will. <laughs> he puts a lot out. of care in, in those golf I videos. I put a lot of care in these golf yeah. videos and, and they blow up a little bit. But people see it and they're like, why aren't you a professional golfer? And that's the reason why. The reason why my brother is a professional golfer and I'm not is because I relied on pure talent, which got me to a point, you know, got me playing for county and stuff like that. But my brother's the one who actually took it and ran with it because he had the hard work hard at work. the end of the day. And I can look back at that and I'm like, I'm not going to do that again because in this area, it didn't work for me, you know? Yeah, goes back to the point. Hard work could beat talents when, when talent doesn't work hard. So would you say that you were like this before when you were working as a solicitor for another company? Because that, that's your story, right? Like this you started from day at one. a different solicitor after uni kind of thing, right? After uni, I was working for someone for free. I was degraded in that place yeah. really badly. Uh, How long were you working there for? Two years I was there for, just mm. under two years. And that that's what woke me up, to be fair. 
Okay. Because I was disrespected, I was degraded, taught me a few few life lessons and a few business lessons. Yeah. First of all, how not to treat my staff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I ever do have some. Second of all is, if someone's saying you can't do something, yeah, do it twice. Yeah. And show them it can be done. Yeah. Now this person, I met him a few years ago as well. Okay, okay. I met him a few years ago. Bro, these full circle moments <laughs> come, man. <laughs> I do the right things and they'll come to you too. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. I met this guy. Yeah. Again, shopping. Yeah. Uh, this was in Tesco's. Yeah, it was in Tesco's. And this was Pack Supermarket. Okay, oh, okay. Pack oh, Supermarket. Right. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I think he was shopping and I was just, I was just on my phone outside in my car or something. Yeah. And uh, he, he spotted me and uh, he came up to me and he started talking to me so I got out of the car. Always manners and respect. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no uh, uh, animosity between us. Yeah, yeah. They used to be, but I just push it off. Like I say, let your success make the noise. Yeah. So, I don't so really this guy was the guy that you were working for? This guy was the guy I was working for who okay. said I wouldn't get nowhere in life. Who said okay. I'm useless. What else did he say? For the people to get in context. Come on, we want to hear everything, man. Yeah. Everything. Okay. What did they actually say to you? You need yeah. allocution lessons. You don't know how to speak English properly. Allocution. 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 I don't like to say that properly. You need allocution lessons. Yeah, you don't know how to speak English properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're full of yourself. Yeah, uh, you think too much of yourself. Yeah, you don't know how to like, write a letter properly, and you think you're going to run your own firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, behave. You're living in cuckoo land. And yeah, you need to wake yeah, yeah. up and smell the coffee. You say that quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. and you woke up, but in a different way, I guess. I smelled smell the latte. Yeah. yeah, you smelled the latte. You were like, wait, oh, I'm in the wrong place right now, guys. Yeah. The vanilla just... latte I yeah. smelled. Yeah. <laughs> the coffee. But uh, yeah, so he said all those things, but it was just motivation for me. Mm. That's why I love the guy. I love the guy because he motivated me like no one could. That's yeah. the thing, man. You need a chip on your shoulder he sometimes. And that was yours, I guess. Yeah, he degraded me so badly. At some point, I was actually thinking to myself, he's probably telling the truth, you know. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is probably not for me. Yeah, when you listen to someone who says it with conviction and actually mm. believes what they're saying, because they want bad for you, right? Wait, they so want yeah. bad for you. Yeah. And I couldn't... But they want superiority to, over you. Yes. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. They want to always be the superior person and they don't want anybody else to get the limelight or get the credit. Mm. Yeah. Which is sad, really, uh, because if you're just a young kid who's just come out of college, uni, you need to encourage people. Well, yeah. as a boss, me, I encourage everyone. He'll tell you. There's a lot of... Look, at the end of the day, I don't want to big myself up, but yeah. I'll give people opportunities. A lot yeah. of people have thrown them back into my face, but I'm mm. not one of the, I'm not those sort of people, and I'm not one of those people that are going to do that. This guy gave me an opportunity. Yeah. Because of him, I got my foot through the door. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, regardless of what the circumstances, I wasn't paid. I was treated very badly. But if it wasn't for this guy, yeah. I wouldn't have been in the law profession. Or yeah. I would have been in the law profession probably a year later, two years later. And they say, look, you have to strike the iron when it's hot. Yeah. yeah. And you wouldn't have built up that reputation. I would never have built that reputation. have that foot in the door, right? Yeah. And if I wasted those couple of years of my life, who, who knows where I would be now? Yeah. I would have missed that bus. Or miss that ship, whatever they say. You've been working at Tesco, man, giving people club yeah, cards, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I could have, I could have, I could have. Yeah. You know? Easily. 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Back back to what you were saying about like um like uh how he how you can easily get um misrepresented as like seeming arrogant and that. Yeah. Like self belief. It's like it just Confidence shows versus arrogance. Nah, it just, yeah, yeah, it just shows you in it. Like nowadays especially it's like it's so it's seen as so like it's so vilified, like the idea of being of like under- toxically masculine to yeah, be confident. Uh, yeah. Like being what confident kind of in yourself. Is that, right? That's what I'm saying. Just being confident in yourself and your ability yeah. and saying like, I feel like I can get to a better position if I put in this work and actually taking the effort to improve yourself is seen as something uh, something problematic nowadays, isn't it? People look at you like you're uh, arrogant. They do. They mm. do, especially on social media, and they think that you're showing off, but. I say like like you just said earlier. I call it confidence, not cockiness. Mm. And uh, I teach this to my kids as well. And I say, you have to be confident enough to walk into a room, mm. and you, and don't care who the main guy is. Yeah. You're either the main guy or you don't care who the main guy is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, you have to have that confidence, and you have to. Some people have it in them. At birth, they're born with it. Some people build it over time. Some people have to build that muscle, like it's at the gym, right? Yeah, some people Definitely. have to build it. Mm. I think I've had it since I was born. Okay. It was in my character. Mm. Uh, it's just that I knew one day I'm going to do things and get noticed by the world, yeah. which is happening now, alhamdulillah. It's crazy that offends people with fragile egos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, especially, it's yeah. offensive. And the thing is, yeah, mm. I feel like most people don't get to where they're going because they keep friends around them who keep them grounded yeah. and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100% now. Because people mm. just shit on your dreams at the end of the day because mm. we're very egotistical as a being, right? Yeah, yeah. So we still want to be better than anyone. If I'm playing football with someone, like I'm going to the ground and I'm going to tackle them. Slide tackles everywhere. Mm. Because I want to win everything. And every human being is like that to a certain extent. Some people act on it and some people don't. And some of the people who do act on it, they're the ones who ground people and keep them away from their dreams. Yeah, definitely. If you're in a room full of five broke people, be prepared to be the sixth broke person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're part of the squad. If you're in a room full of... Yeah. 100%. If you're in a room full of five millionaires, prepare yourself to be the sixth one. Yeah, like what you just said, your friends can weigh you down or they can pull you up. Yeah, depend. You have to choose your circle wisely. Like they say, you can choose your family. Sorry, you're you're born with your family, but you yeah, can yeah, choose yeah. your friends. Yeah, choose your friends wisely. Yeah, even to the extent that look, I try to choose people who get me closer to God. Okay. Yeah. Who bring me closer to God? I tend to be around those sort of people because yeah, because you're very public about the fact that you go to the mosque and you pray and everything like that. I have yeah, to, yeah. yeah that, that's my ultimate goal. The ultimate goal for everyone. And a lot of people in your comment sections, they say the same thing. Should be paradise. Yeah, they're like, oh, this guy. I love the way he brings God into every mm. conversation. You have to, you know, because you you have to put God first, no matter what you do. Mm. You have to put God first. And these are for the kids watching if they do yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. You have to put God first, no matter what. Put your parents second. Mm. That is a recipe for success. Everybody knows what the re- recipe for success is. But why is the source different for different people? Yeah, They're not doing it properly. Even if they say we believe in God, mm. they're just saying it. Yeah. They don't actually believe in it. I've been in situations where I'm telling you, People would have crumbled. Mm-hmm. But I believed in God. 
My belief in God is strong. Yeah. And it always will be no matter what. I've been questioned about it. I've been uh, I mean wherever I go I I have to pray. Today I went to a prison visit in Wandsworth. Yeah. yeah. I went to the visitor center. I done my ablution. Went upstairs and I prayed. Yeah. Found a little corner in the room and I prayed. Yeah. Because that's something that's instilled inside me now. It's yeah, part yeah. of me. Yeah, and it's a part of the fact that you're so confident to go into a room because a lot of people won't do that because they're scared of how they'll be looked at. They're scared of how they'll be looked at. And that so it's two things that you've done there, right? You've overlooked that aspect and then you've taken God in your forefront. Right? 100%, Which is what man. you say is the recipe if, for success. If you can't openly talk about your religion... Yeah, then you don't really believe in it, right? You don't really believe in it. And yeah. let me tell you something. You ain't going to get nowhere in yeah. life. Let me tell you why. And even if you do in this life, you get somewhere yeah. without openly discussing your religion or believing in your religion, then it's only a test. It's yeah. only a test from God. Yeah. And that test, you're going to fail it. Because like I say, we're not going to be here for, we are going to be here for the rest of our lives. But 50 years down the line, 100 years down the line, nobody's going to remember us. Yeah. When yeah. we're in our graves. Only thing that's going to help us is prayer, is showing gratitude, is believing in God. Nothing else is going to help us. Yeah, so it's always don't like want to get this, make this into a depressing. No, 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 it's, no, no, it's no, not depressing. It's, it's, it's not depressing, <laughs> bro. Listen, like when we receive like uh, insightful information, we kind of go like this. I think it really aligns back to like, you know, your legacy. Obviously, as people, we think about that a lot. The mark that we want to leave on people. And obviously, if we live in accordance to how God wants us to live, then we'll probably have a good legacy. But I want to go will. back to the fact that well, we pick our friends very carefully and we yeah. get that choice. We also have to be responsible in that choice. Would you, how would you say your circle of friends changed up uh, throughout the years? Well, the thing is, my, my can you give like examples? Of yeah, like let me give the an kind example. of friends that you were few, with, and then the few. kind of friends that you try and attract now. When I was in school, yeah, I was quite a popular kid. Okay, come on, come, <laughs> right, on. come on, and I had I had a lot of friends. Yeah. Uh, I then got expelled from school, fully expelled. So I didn't do year 11. Oh, you got to tell us what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to tell us how you got expelled. Oh, what happened? Like yeah. I said, it was friends and I was sort of the group leader. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort of. I've, I've, I can never be a follower. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably why you can tell your kid that, you know, you don't want him to be a class clown who people laugh at because you were a class clown at one point. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I know. Uh, and been there, done that. Been yeah, there, yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah. I used to get into a lot of fights. Okay. I, I, I'm alright with my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come <laughs> on. I, I, I can st still let them go. Yeah. If, if I need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tend to do that in the gym now. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, but yeah, so. But then a in his ear as well, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah proper one. Strong like the wind. Yeah. yeah. The Syrian one. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, I used to get into a lot of fights. I yeah. mean, I, I couldn't take shit from no one. Yeah. I couldn't take. And uh, it is what it is. Yeah, and you referenced earlier about how your boss kind of gave you a hint of racism, right? In the sense that you can't really speak properly, blah, blah, blah. Back in the day, did you receive that racism in school and stuff? Because the older generation really felt that. We didn't really feel that. Yeah, that's the thing. 
No, not racism, but I used to get I used to get targeted because I was fat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was overweight, so <laughs> a, lo- a lot of people used to target. Oh, people me. had that lot doing that, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and all sorts. So people used to, they used to target me. Yeah, but they never used to want to get into a scrap with me. Trust me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, had the body weight behind the punches, you know? What yeah, I mean? that's yeah. Pava, isn't it? That's yeah. where Pava come from, the food, isn't it? Yeah. So. Um, I, I used to so fight. Very I, sorry in you, bro. Yeah, I used to fight quite a lot, and then yeah. at one point, then we was referred to as the caveman crew from the teachers. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, a, Flintstones. Bro. That's a lit name, fam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then what happened? People called is, your banda, uh, innit? Yeah. It's yeah. a tribal instinct, caveman crew. <laughs> and yeah. uh, then what happened is that we, uh, we was all on our last warnings. Yeah. And uh, then um, I got caught. Um, there was, I think, rain. So when it's raining in school, we never used to be allowed out in the playground. Yeah. yeah. And I went out. Cause I was yeah. Like, I was like a I'm not scared rebel. of a little rain. Is it? Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was a rebel. <laughs> yeah. But, and then the teacher caught us on the playground. Yeah. And uh, me and my best mate, who now works with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got kicked out. He's like, oh, this is full circle moments right <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, we got kicked out. He's just out. getting the inside scoop on you over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, he knows most of you anyway, <laughs> I think. So yeah, we both got kicked out on the same day. Yeah. And then uh, um, he went away for a long time. Yeah. But I can tell you where. <laughs> <laughs> I went somewhere else. Hiatus. He went to the mountains. Yeah, let's just yeah. say hi. He yeah, went to pray in the mountains. He went Marshall to cave. Allah, he went to the cave. Yeah, he went to the cave. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he, he actually that. became a caveman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he went away. He fulfilled the prophecy. That's what he did. Yeah, and then I, yeah. I basically, for the next couple of years, then I was, um, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what I was doing with life. I was just here and there. But going back to point of friends, I, I, I've always had a lot of acquaintances. Mm. But I really actually have got a handful of friends that okay. I, I I actually socialized with. Um, and are those friends uh, kind of brought in through loyalty or are they through like they've been with me trial and error kind of thing? Okay. Since nursery, they've been with me. Yeah. Because there's two types of friends, right? There's yeah. friends that you try and attract in your circle because, you know, you're trying to go towards God, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So you make these friends. You're, gonna, you're trying to go towards the gym. So you have people who go to the gym and they become your friends kind of thing. Yeah. But you've always kept to your small circle. I've kept my circle small, even though I know a lot of people and a lot of people know me. No disrespect yeah. to anyone Especially now. watching this now. Especially now people, people know you. People are going to start texting me saying, I thought I was your friend, I thought I was your yeah. friend. <laughs> Look, I've got a lot of friends, but what I'm trying to say is yeah, my close yeah. friends are the ones that I know for all my life. And, and the ones that you hang with, out with. They've so. been with me yeah. Yeah. since we was in nursery. Yeah. So literally nurseries, primary school, secondary school, college. And then whatever we start doing, mm. we literally, yeah, we see each other almost every day. Mm. And we've been together um, for life, basically, yeah. Those are my actual friends. Yeah, and you've kept them throughout your journey. Yeah. And you know they're your friends because of the fact that they looked at your success and they were like, yeah, no, uh, I'm happy for you. They've seen, the up, they've seen the ups, the downs. They've yeah. seen everything. They've seen when we used to chip in like two pounds for a packet of chips. Yeah, them yeah. days they've yeah. seen it since. Yeah, then them days, you know, and uh, I was saying it the other week or two weeks ago. I was saying it that I was speaking to one of my friends and I said, "Do you remember when we were kids?" And I yeah. used to say, "Look, one day I'm gonna make it big. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna make it big, but I am going to make it big. Yeah. I know this. Yeah, and he used to laugh at me. He said it the other day. Yeah, I used to what laugh. 
He said the other day, because yeah, I used to laugh at him. Yeah. And I say, nah, he's just he's just blagging it. We're just we're just seven, eight years old, and this guy's thinking he's gonna take the world on or whatever. Yeah. You know? But I've had confidence and self belief from day one, man. And these 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 people have been with me since when I had nothing. Since yeah, literally day ones. You know, they say yeah. Day so ones. that that's yeah. how you can Literally. know that they're trustworthy, right? Yeah, seen and that as well. No, no, I've just said that, yeah, they've seen it all. They've, they've yeah. seen it all. And another thing is, obviously people have come in my life uh, over the years, good good brothers. Yeah. Like I said, some brothers have got me really close to God, closer than I was. Yeah. And uh, some brothers have taught me how to do business. Some yeah. brothers have taught me uh, how to do law. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Every single person that has helped me over the years, I'll never forget them, and I haven't forgot them, and I'll always be grateful to them. And yeah. they know it as well. They, I show appreciation when I see them, when I speak to them. If they're in need of any sort of help, I'm the first one they call, and they know I will never let them down. Yeah, man, and that's that's, that's really kind soft. of how we want to be, right? Because mm. it's like we understand that certain people have had a part to play in our success. But while we're on this kind of like ground up phase where we're kind of building we can't really showcase the fact that you know we have love for you in that moment because we haven't built the foundation yet you know yes, what i mean exactly, yeah. but as yeah. soon as the foundations are built that's what i want to be able to say yeah man 100 you know? yeah, exactly i was speaking to uh, one of my sisters yesterday yeah my sisters were a big part in my success not because they gave me anything but it's just like i was a kid with no money yeah and uh, so i used to go up to my sister's I get twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah, and I can't forget them days. And I get a lifeline right now. Exactly. Those lifelines. Twenty pounds for tenfold. You know mm. what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, twenty pounds. I'm just going out to eat. I got no money. Yeah. Thirty pounds. My friends are here. I, I, I can't feed them. Mm. Stuff like that. And uh, I show appreciation uh, in, in a big way, man. Because I remember just only what six, seven years ago. I never had a penny. I never had a penny to rub together, man. Yeah. And was that in those two years where you were like kind of deciding what you wanted to do? So, so talk to us through this period. So like you probably had some downs in that period specifically. So tell us what was the hardest. When I was thrown out of school, basically. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. And at know. what age was this, by the way? Fifteen. Fifteen or so. Fifteen, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was thrown out of school. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if the school was going to let me do my GCSEs or not. Yeah. But in the end, they agreed. Become Mister Turnbull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, so uh, they they let me do my GCSEs, so I cracked on with my GCSEs. Without a single lesson in year eleven, I went and got about four GCSEs mm-hmm. without doing a single lesson. Mm. So I got that. Then I went to college. Um, the first year of college. It was a big jump from school to college. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. proper different. You must have noticed. Yeah, then I definitely. Yeah. Guys went to college. Yeah. So, handhold you throughout the whole thing, and then they kind of uh, drop you in certain drop places. Drop you in, and, and then you see yeah. all the big kids around you. Think what's going on? I'm going to get battered today. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> basically, um, my first. I was getting PTSD. <laughs> school days, bro. So I lasted in my first college for like three weeks. You lost it. Yeah, last year. Bro, what were you doing? Weeks. Were you fighting people on the first day or something? <laughs> no, I was just like silly. Yeah. Mm. You know, just being silly. Just yeah. acting childish, I think. Yeah. I was acting too childish. I was a bit childish. Still am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, 
Yeah, so then I put my head down a bit, got into another college, but did end up passing the course. So that okay. whole year was wasted. Okay, yeah. So I wasted a year of my life. Then I got into a, another college, put my head down, and uh, as much as I can. First year yeah, was yeah. okay. I did a course called GCE. I don't think they do it anymore. So it was a GCE Applied Business. Yeah. Done that course. First year, I got an E or something, which was uh, like uh, scraping a pass. Yeah. Second year, I failed. Mm. So now, I had made some applications for UCAS for university. Uh, I, when I went to university, obviously, they wasn't letting me in. They were yeah. saying, look, your grades are bad. Yeah. Uh, I'll go just put me on a foundation degree if you can. Yeah. Like I didn't want to know. Anyway, like, you know, they say it's who you know, not what you know. Yeah. yeah. So I managed to make a few phone calls. So the same teacher <laughs> called me back. <laughs> managed to make a few phone calls. What, what are these phone Come calls, on, bro? Phone calls <laughs> to certain people. Connections. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. what it is, is all my life, one thing I've done is make connections, yeah. make a network. Yeah. I was speaking to him on the way down. I go, oh, this is all before social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Alhamdulillah, I could go into any city and I, I say this to my kids as well. I go, this is before social media, not just yeah. social, this is before I could go to any city yeah. without a penny in my pocket. And get by because you have people, you have those connections. I could get by. <laughs> I could go to a fuel station, yeah. <laughs> put fuel in, I could go and eat at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go sleep somewhere. Yeah. And that's any city. Yeah, you know, man. hopefully it's going to be the world soon. We're just talking yeah. about UK right now. But hopefully I've got connections all over the all over the globe. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. So I've been, that's all I've been doing. So, you know, they say that you should, you should have a rule, a six call rule. Okay. So within them six calls, you should be able to get through to anyone. Okay. Anyone. Within them six calls. So whether yeah, it's yeah. the president of the United States, yeah. whether it's the Prime Minister of Pakistan, yeah. whether it's the Prime Minister of UK. Whether you want to take a week off in Lebanon for a bit. Okay. You have yeah. people to get yeah, you set up, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. So six calls. Six calls. The no six more. Six call rule. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the seventh call, then you're a dick. Forget about it, turn your phone off. You Why do you even have a phone? Yeah, <laughs> put your phone off. You don't deserve a phone. But yeah, you were saying just like keep on building these connections. Yeah, keep it. That's all I was doing. So yeah, so I, I managed to get hold of a few people. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, they did me a big favor. So yeah. the same teacher called me again. They got you on a course. They got me on a course. Stuart yeah. Williams. Big up Stuart Williams if he's still alive. Yeah. You know, respect <laughs> to him, man. He's a top, top, top done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. too much love for him. So he's the real top G. He's a real top G. <laughs> he's the real top so G. I went there. Yeah. I went, so same day. So a couple of hours later, he phoned me again. He goes, yeah. "Ahmed, are you still in Wolverhampton?" Mm. I could know, but I can get there in half an hour. Yeah. What you want to do? I knew. I knew what the call was going to be about. So anyway, I ran back. I'm well, not ran back. I drove back, and went there. And he goes, "Okay, I am willing to put you on a foundation degree. Yeah. But you have to do an exam." I've got okay. no problem. You tell me when the exam is, and I'll be back for the exam. Yeah. He goes, the exam's now. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll go, all right, then. You dropped it right there. Is that go, how it's okay. going to go? Yeah. Okay. So, i got no problem. Because come here. I go, no, he gave me a paper. R versus R, marital rape. Yeah. It was regarding, because I wanted to get into law degree, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Well, foundation degree. So, 
it goes, you got 45 minutes, I'll see you in 45 minutes. Yeah. No problem. He just, law's all about opinions. Yeah. There's no right or wrong opinion. Yeah. If you can opinionize something properly and your opinion makes sense, yeah. then you've got to answer right. Yeah, yeah man. Exactly. That's why the every offense. Exactly. Every offense is a defense. Yeah. So, I done this paper. He came back. He took the paper. I was waiting inside the room for another 20 minutes. He came back. Yeah. And this was his words. He goes, Mr. Yacoub, I can't put you on the foundation degree. Okay. I go, why? Uh, did I do bad? He goes, yeah. no. Uh, you've done too well and I want to put you on the LLB degree. Jeez. See, so these six Stop phone calls come in handy. You, know? <laughs> you don't even need the marks right there. So you were already regarded as like uh, good in terms of like your opinionation and stuff like that. Yeah. That and that's why it got you by to that point. And that's then from there, about. that's when you, what? Uni and then I was in uni, um, and he used to see me around all the time. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "Don't let me down." Yeah, done a big favor for you. Yeah, I won't let you down, Stuart. Don't worry. And I didn't let him down. To be fair, my first year was a bit up and down. Anyway, I got a two-two degree in the end. Yeah, yeah. which is not the best. It's, it's not the best, but you know, it's degree. still a pass. You know, it still, still gets pass, you by. Still a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. but literally and, from uh, the bottom, man, he was scavenging saying, for a course on a foundation degree, let alone mm. a proper one. Foundation degree would have been two year foundation degree, and then three year from a degree after that, five yeah. years that would have been in university. Yeah. And then I just did three. Yeah. After that, I did the legal practice course. Yeah. Uh, when I did the legal practice course, me, I come from a wealthy family. Okay. Yeah. But I've not been the type to. This is what I say. A lot of people comment on my stuff and they say, you've come from a wealthy family. What are you talking about struggles for? Oh, yeah, because they proper Google you now, aren't it? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're at that stage. <laughs> and the thing is now, the thing is uh, that I am that sort of person that I don't want handouts and I've never wanted handouts. Yeah. Even when we all got older, me and my siblings, my dad was sort of distributing properties, saying, yeah, this is... And, and there was... Not arguments, but there's too much discussions regarding yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And I said to my parents... Too I many complications. Right? Yeah, complications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, look, I want to stay out of these discussions. Because you know what? I want Whatever I want to do, I want to do myself. Okay, yeah, yeah. They wasn't believed. They couldn't digest it that I wanted that. But that's what I wanted. Yeah, and I guess that makes sense, right? Because like, mm-hmm. as parents, if you made it... Like, for example, for yourself, right? Because you've made it, you want to give them the opportunity to take it. And I guess that's what your parents did in a way. They gave you the opportunity to be like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you could take it. But I'm going to pave a different way. And that's what you did, right? That's exactly what I did. Even though my dad, my dad has always taught me and my siblings hard work. Yeah. 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 They said, you have to work hard. Otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere in yeah. life. My even dad, though he was like, I'm going to help you out. But at the same time, yeah, I'm taking on your principle of hard work, dad. Exactly. Yeah. That's, exact, that's exactly what I did. And that's why you were words, asking your sisters for a £20 here and there. Here and there. The other way around. Exactly. And I, I could yeah. never go to my dad and say, give me money. Or give me it's the pounds. same for me, man. I hate mm. asking that question, man. I, I was actually scared. Not scared, afraid yeah. of my dad. But I, I didn't know what his response was going to be because I used to see him working so hard. Yeah. yeah. I used to be thinking, I don't want to just go take £100 off him. You know, yeah. Or £50 off him. Because you see the behind the scenes. I see yeah. the behind Because I never used to see my dad. Yeah. Literally. He used to leave work, uh, sorry, leave for work at 2, 3 a.m. He used to run a yeah. milk factory. Yeah, milk factory, yeah. And 
what he used to do is he, he's talking on me. You'd rather do it <laughs> and talk. And uh, so uh, he used to do the milk factory. Yeah, he used to have a, a whole a wholesale milk milk business. Yeah. So he used to go at about to work about two to three a.m. on a daily basis, but he used to come back. I think about twelve one p.m. Yeah. By that time he was in school. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I. We used to be in school. He used to go to sleep. By the time we come back from school and go to mosque, he used to wake up and go on his collection rounds. And by the time we come back from mosque, he used to be sleeping again. Mm. So, so hardly, you really did never get to see him. Come hardly, uh, hardly ever. The only in the last couple of years. Yeah. Mm. Since obviously he's retired. Not last. He's retired about fifteen years ago. Yeah. So since he's retired, that's when I started to spend time with my dad. Yeah. Other before that, I never started to see him. And I see, I see, I see, I seen him struggle hard, and he used to tell me stories about when he was little, yeah, when he had, when he had no money, when obviously back home in Pakistan, and he told me a story once. He goes that it was um, Eid, yeah, a celebration, yeah, and he never had clothes, yeah, to wear, so his mom, my grandmother, washed the clothes that he already had, but they used to only have one pair of clothes, yeah. So it wasn't that you can go change your clothes. So yeah, you yeah, had to yeah. take them clothes off so you can wash them. Yeah, mm. wash it, dry it quickly, then put it back yeah. on. Okay. But what happened? Imagine school. we did that now, bro. That's what I'd say. We'd be like, this is yeah. a long ass process. I'm not even going to get ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to go. It's true. It's, yeah. true. it's true. We've, we've had it too easy, man. Yeah. Whoever's been brought up in England, we've had it very easy. Yeah, 100%, exactly man. And uh, so this story. Why do you think people in England take it for granted then? We get everything so you know how like place. it's so easy over here and we can kind of get by and our it's parents have already made it. It's a norm, isn't it? Yeah, it's a norm. Like obviously, if you don't know, if you don't know the struggle, in it, if, if you're if you're brought up in an environment where like yeah. everything's convenient, isn't it? Yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna take it for granted, isn't it? Because it's the normal. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people don't work hard, bro. Nowadays, when right? being strong is the only have, option. They have the security. You're gonna when when being strong to get by is the only option. That's the that, that you are going to come out a winner, no matter what. But uh, then you've kind of uh, been the opposite of that, you know, because you're kind of the person who's like, I was in the position to take a handout if I needed it. That's where you were, but you chose the opposite. Exactly. And I didn't. did you choose the opposite because? You love the idea of being like an underdog who made it from nothing, and was that kind of like this is what I want to staple onto my legacy? The hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Because I've always, even when I was studying, even when my my mom wanted to send me to uni, my cousins and even a few of my siblings, they were saying, "Why are you sending him to university? He's not going to do anything. Yeah. He's just going to go there, mess about with girls. Yeah, yeah. what he's going to do, and yeah. he's, he's not going to actually study easy. So." Just uh, just get him a job and make him work in one of the shops. We've got businesses. Yeah. Make him work in one of the businesses and uh, make him be productive. He's not going to get anywhere. He's just wasting. He's going to waste a couple of years and then next couple of yeah. years you're going to be saying to us, I'll get him a job now. Yeah, because then they think they're going to save you from yeah. your like demise, right? Yes. And like messing around and stuff like that. Yeah. And my family felt like that as well, probably. They did. They ago. all do. They all do. <laughs> the families look down on you for some reason. All families yeah, yeah. do look down on kids. I don't know why. Uh, especially in uh, brand households, I'll be honest with you, they all look yeah. down on kids, and uh, yeah, and that that story, my dad's story, I haven't finished it. Yeah, let me go back to it. Go back to it. Yeah, right? no, you got to finish that. So, like I said, like it was Eid, 
and his mother, my grandmother, yeah, put him and his his and his siblings' clothes out to dry. Yeah, and a storm came in the night. Yeah, and the clothes flew away. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> so forget having. Where's my summer camise right now? Yeah, bro, you know. Forget having clean yeah. clothes for Eid. They never had no clothes. Yeah. So they were naked, literally. They had boxes <laughs> on the Eid day. Yeah. So I've come up. Yeah. Listening to these kind of stories, yeah. So, so why wouldn't you want to make it from nothing? Exactly. So I've had it in my head that if my father can come from that to where he is now, my father's a very successful businessman. Yeah. Then what excuse do you have? What excuse do we have? Yeah. yeah. And food as well. They were lucky if they ate once a day. Yeah. They were lucky if they ate once. That's why my dad ate. gets pissed off still. You know when I leave a grain of rice in the plate, yeah, he still yeah, gets yeah, pissed yeah, off, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm 25 years do. old, man. <laughs> He's do. telling me, yo, clean up that grain of rice. I'm like, yo, I just want to go upstairs and chill out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know? It's true. And this is what I say to my kids. And my kids are different. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened that day. Uh, don't We were talking about this. Oh, we went to the gym. Yeah. And one of my mates was with me. He goes, can I get a padlock? And yeah. they go, you have to buy the padlock. Yeah, you can't just borrow one, and I says to them, "Okay, how much is it?" Yeah, and they go five pound. So yeah. I go five pound for a padlock. Yeah, and my kid goes, "Dad, it's only five pound." Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I says to him, "Hello, my dad <laughs> was a poor man, you know. <laughs> I've been I've been brought up with stories <laughs> when my dad never had food to eat." Yeah, but my dad never stopped clothes the audacity. to audacity and how can you even say five pound yeah. like it's nothing yeah. yeah and put that to a side I work hard for my money yeah, yeah. so yeah. that five pound is something yeah and trust me somebody can stretch that five pound yeah you probably got five pound and you won't have it as soon as you leave the shop or leave this gym yeah but some people can stretch that five pound all day yeah. yeah all day but I don't know kids are a bit different these days they've been fed with a silver spoon they've been bought up in Pretty much, man. Because my kid's a boxer, and I was reading a, I was reading something, um, a little quote from Bernard Hopkins. Yeah. Don't expect to be sleeping in silk pajamas and walking, waking up at five a.m. to do your runs, yeah. your road runs. It's not gonna happen. Mm. And that's like the difficulty that you have right now, right? Because you have a kid, you, you want to give him a everything? decent amount, and <laughs> you're you're like kind of like I'm not gonna give him everything because if I do that, then he's gonna sleep in silk pajamas and not go for his runs. He's a boxer. He has to go for these runs. You know what I'm saying? Just ask KSI and them and there, you know? Mm. It's gone off. Ooh. Yeah, both of them all just sell. I just found it. Yeah. Did it just go off, yeah? Yeah. Let me just delete something quick. You want to talk about your clientele next, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just talk about it now because it's still uh, that one's still filming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah whatever you want to ask me, talk about it. Talk, talk yeah, man. All right. So, what kind of? I mean, you, I know you're a criminal. You're a criminal lawyer, so you get a lot of um, like um, criminal, obviously criminal cases and that. General scope of your clients, like what kind of people? Do you want to know what my speciality is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's that, know your speciality. I would say I'm a drug specialist. <laughs> 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 I'm a drug specialist, so I'm a drug dealing specialist. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why, why are you a drug dealing specialist, bro? Um, <laughs> why would you choose that specific niche? I haven't chosen it; it just came to me. <laughs> but how I attract drug that? dealers? <laughs> how, why do you attract drug dealers? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to believe, but the, I think 
Um, what do you think? 50, 60 percent of our workload of drug cases. Seventy. Seventy. Oh, yeah. okay. Drug oh, cases, right. drug cases, and murder cases. We get mm. quite a lot, to be fair. Jeez. But we don't choose them; they just come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are cases that we do choose. For example, today I got a phone call for somebody in Stain saying I got a stalking case, mm. and uh, somebody found him uh, whilst we're driving. And I go to him, uh, he goes, what do you think? I go, you know what, just do it. And a couple of years ago, I would have jumped up and said, I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I do pick and choose my cases. And uh, it does bo- it boil down to the fact some people say, oh, do you know your client's guilty? If you know you're the guilty, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a dishonorable line of work. But the ultimate truth is, if you're in trouble, you'd be calling me yourself. And now you're saying my, my line of work is dishonorable or not honorable. If you're in trouble, trust me, you'll have my number on speed dial. You know I'm talking to <laughs> the people. You would have my number on speed dial. Now you're saying I'm making money out of helping criminals. Stop it, man. Stop it. No, it's true, though. It's true. It's definitely, like, um, I mean, th- that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, it's that line. It's like, okay, oh, someone could argue you're helping X, Y, and Z, but you're, at the end of the day, you're doing your job. I'm doing my job, and at the end of the day, one thing is there's a prosecution side and there's a defense side. Yeah. Yeah? Now, the prosecution do their job. Mm. The prosecution's job is to convict a defendant. Mm. The defense solicitors or the defense lawyer's job is to try and acquit that person or get him the best possible sentence that he can receive. Yeah, yeah. Now, if the prosecution case has holes in it, it's my job or my team's job to look at those holes, to exploit those holes. Mm. And if I exploit those those holes and it results in my client getting acquitted, Mm. so be it. Then they say, how can you represent people that you know are guilty? How am I meant to know that they are guilty? Even the prosecution don't know that they are guilty. Otherwise, (laughs) there would be no law Otherwise, people will get arrested and go straight to a prison. Mm. Why are people having trials? Because the prosecution don't even know that they're guilty at the moment. Even the judge does not know they're guilty. So how can I know that they're guilty? You can only be guilty if the jury have found you guilty. So when somebody comes to me, the jury haven't found them guilty. It's usually at the start of the case. So there is no possibility, no way, way, shape or form that I would know that somebody is guilty. Yeah, yeah. Unless they tell me expressly and say, look, I did go and stab this guy in the heart. And my intention, my intention was to kill this guy. Yeah, yeah. Somebody could come and say to me, look, I did stab this guy, but my intention was not to kill this guy. He's not guilty of murder. Mm. My intention was not to harm this guy. He's not guilty of anything. Yeah, yeah. It was an accident. It's called plausible deniability, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Deniability. Yeah. So you had, no. to, had to research a little bit, you know You did, you did. You did some oh, researching. You did you know. some research. It's good. It's good. Good. That's that's good. mad though. So like you 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 said that you didn't yeah. obviously you didn't pick these cases. Him. They just came to you and that. They came yeah. to me. Like when you first started the firm and all that. What were the cases and the people coming Tell to me you? Good. My first ever case was a case. Uh, it was a possession of offensive weapon. Okay. I still remember the client's name, and I actually seen the client. Obviously, you can't say that, but yeah. yeah. Birmingham <laughs> City Centre. Yeah. I seen him. Uh, about a year ago just say I'm still in touch with the kid he's a good kid now he's changed his ways about mm. and he just got caught with a knife that was my first very first ever case 
And my second ever case was an affray. An affray is when you have a fight in a public. Okay, yeah. And that was my second case. And my first ever case came through a good friend of mine who I used to go to school with. Yeah. Came through him. And uh, that was, th- it just, I haven't looked back since. So did you stay in it because you found it exciting? Or what was it? At first, I'll be honest with you. Come on, you must have found it exciting. Because it is a little, like, you know, every friendship group likes a little bit of tea. You know, you're not supposed to gossip, but everyone likes a little bit of... Don't tell me around things to say. Did it run out again? <laughs> Alright, can we use your phone? <laughs> you know, people's phones. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. Alright, so, so, so. Yeah, did you stay in it because it was like a little bit of neat gossip to say to the people? Like to your homies and that, or it was good, you know. Was it just fun? It, it was fun at, at first. I don't know. It's just that I had that thing about me. I wanted to be successful, and I knew this is that this is what's going to make me successful. Yeah, yeah. This, and over time, my client base grew so big. Yeah. Now, alhamdulillah, it's so. And this is with your own firm, yeah. This is my yeah, own yeah. firm. Yeah. From what my client base was growing since then, to be fair. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because you must have been able to transfer some of the clients that you had at your company where the boss was kind of like making you feel demeaned and that you were like, you know what? Fuck this guy, let's go over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And when I, uh, I've had people, yeah, I've had people follow me since when I was a trainee, since yeah. I was working for that guy. So I have had people follow me since then. Yeah. Um, And it just kept growing. It just kept growing and it's still growing. It's, I've not even... No, I've not reached reach my full potential yet. Yeah, you're still going, man. I'm still you going. Can't stop now. He's got. He's got to go worldwide, mate. Yeah, I'm still man. growing, uh, and I'm still glowing. I'm telling you, Morocco next week, bro. Hey, <laughs> Morocco, Dubai, Sweden, Sweden, Switzerland, Istanbul. Yeah, man. He wants to see the mountains, New York. Bro. We're coming. Come on, New York. You know, coming, you know I went there recently as well. Come on. Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, man. I have family out there, and I have two passports. It's a whole thing. Oh, good. Yeah, a little bit of access, bro. I'm trying to be like him. Yeah, All I want is a little bit calls. more access. Just need that those six calls, man. Yeah, man. I'm on like twenty right now. <laughs> you'll get there, man. You'll get there. Trust me, you'll get there, yeah. man. You'll get there. Just, just, just. If you got a goal in your head, if yeah. you got a dream, I don't call it a dream. I call it a plan. Yeah, uh, plan. If you got a plan in life and you got to aim in life, just go for it, man. But That's work towards it on a daily basis. Yeah, man. On a day, your daily base should be like a little, little stone. Little increments, right? Yeah. Little increments. They say one percent every day. They say right. That's yeah. what it's saying. Anyway. See, it's yeah. it's about commitment and dedication. Yeah. Like if doing business was easy, then yeah. everyone would be rich. Mm. If uh, success was e- easy, then everyone would be successful. But the people that actually make it through are the people who are dedicated to their craft. Yeah. Are disciplined. And are doing the same thing every day, day in, day out, without fail. Those are the people that make it, you know. Mm. Definitely. Those are the people that make it. And I had, during 2015, 16, 17, I didn't see anybody. Mm. Yeah. Anyone. I was literally at work in the morning at 7 and leaving at 8, 9 p.m. and going home. Then starting again. Next day. And that was when you were working for someone, or when you were. That's starting when, your when, own when I when I started my own firm. Yeah, yeah. So when you had to put in the extra hours to set yeah, everything yeah. up, make sure the systems are. I didn't have money to. I didn't have money to get a painter to paint my office. Yeah. And you're only talking five years ago here, yeah. 2016. 
Yeah, well, man. six almost six years ago. Yeah. So I didn't have money to pay really a painter, waste, but you know yeah. you had to focus on the more important things, right? Yeah. To build up from the ground up. So I went with my nephew, not this one. Yeah. <laughs> a different nephew. And you know, big families in the Asian culture. Yeah, exactly. So two of my nephews. Twenty <laughs> cousins at least. Exactly. Yeah. So two of my nephews, we went there to paint my office. Yeah. My brother saw me painting my office. He goes, "How come you don't get a painter?" I go, "If I don't, don't spend the money and don't have the money, he goes, yeah, I have the money." I go, "No." Yeah, I don't take handouts. I go, "You're making me lazy." My name's Ahmed Yakub. I don't yeah. take handouts. You can't take handouts. <laughs> you can't take handouts. And I didn't say in them words. I go, "Nah, man, it's okay. Don't worry about yeah. it." And uh, I'll I'll get it done. I'll get it done. And then because obviously he didn't like me. I was there twelve one a.m. just just painting my yeah. office. He didn't like it. He's my older brother, isn't he? Yeah, he wants to help out. Yeah, he goes, just go home, go, just get a paint or something. I go, no, I don't want to get paint. I said I'm going to do it myself, so I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. So I did it myself. That tends to be a running theme, innit, in your life. It's mm. like, if you say you do it yourself, that that's it. you got to do it yourself. That's the final thing. You have to do it. Nobody's going to come and help you out in this life. This is a, life is a DIY project. Stop falling for the entitlement trap. You're not entitled to anything. Nobody owes you anything in this life. Even if you... Help somebody; they still don't owe you anything. Yeah. If you're going to help someone, don't expect anything in return. Just do it for the sake of the Lord, that the Lord's gonna repay you back in a better way. But even if you help someone, don't expect anything back from them as well, mm. and don't expect anyone to do anything for you, because most most people are just yeah. there for the time being, and I would say more than fifty percent of people want to see you fail. They yeah, want yeah, to see you definitely, fail, definitely. and they want to laugh at you. Yeah, they man. want you to be the laughing stock. And you know that, especially because, like, in your personal life, you've obviously seen that. You've seen people kind of like try and shit on you, or they don't want to see you reach a certain accolade because they want to be better than you. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Like I said, my own brother, when I was finished uni, when I wanted to do the legal practice course, my own brother was advising my parents and my mom yeah, not yeah. to make me carry on, not to further my studies. He says work. He's sharp. He wanted me to work in his shop. He's got a customer. He used yeah, to have a yeah, yeah. shop. He goes work there. This that easy. He ain't gonna study. I go no problem. I go look. I'm gonna study. Yeah. I need ten thousand pound to do this course. I haven't asked no one for it. I'll yeah. get the money. I'll get hold of the money. Must have somehow. Yeah. Borrowing money. No handouts. Borrowed the money. Paid the people off. As soon as stop making money, paid everybody off. Mm. And here I'm. A couple of years later, debt free. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, man, it is. Built my own. That's a that's a journey and a half, man. That's a very inspirational journey, but yeah, it is, man. It's it's thingy, but yeah, it's one of them ones, isn't it? Mm. Uh, another question, yeah. So, why do you think you relate to these criminals? Because you have to be able to talk to them and stuff like that. How do you think you relate to them? Is it because you were a little bit of like a a rebel when you were younger and shit like that? Or no, it's not even about being a rebel when I was younger. It's about but, like that's how you'd relate to these criminals, right? Well, most of them, most of uh, the proper, real, hardened criminals. You're not, you're not talking about these grime rappers. Actually, and wait, stuff. they're not criminals, right? Because he says alleged uh, criminals. He defends them. Alleged, alleged criminals. Most of these alleged criminals. And I'm talking proper, hardened, real criminals. I'm not yeah. talking about these drill rappers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or these grime stars. No disrespect to the people I'm representing. <laughs> <laughs> He loves all of you. I, lo- I love you all, you man. I listen to all of you guys. He doesn't listen to the sheets, actually. I was lying. I was lying. <laughs> but l- let me tell you something. They, they are real gangsters out there, you know. Real yeah, yeah, ones. They don't rap about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> They're not stupid enough to rap about Yeah, them. and you know, most of these people, I grew up around them because I grew up in an area called Aston yeah, in Birmingham. Yeah. And that's a, uh, the crime rates are high in that area. Yeah. And, uh, Perry Bar, right? Perry Bar, Aston sides, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that that's where I grew up and that's, that's, that's where home is. And I grew up around all. I grew up around everything. To be fair, I've oh, seen so you think that's get, why you relate to them a bit more? Yeah, I've seen people get stabbed in front of me, shot in front of me. I've seen people get robbed in front of me. I've seen people get ran over in front of me. Yeah, I've seen people die in front of my eyes. I've seen everything. Yeah, I've seen everything. So nothing surprises me. Most of these lawyers, some of these lawyers, they be they come from middle class families. They come from. Uh, high-end universities. Yeah. They've been bo- b- uh, born with a silver spoon, fed with a silver spoon. Mm. Uh, it, it was different for us. It was yeah. very different for us. We was brought up differently. Not brought up as criminals, but brought up around crime. Yeah. yeah. Brought up around all of this stuff. So. Brought up differently, but not with a silver spoon, so you were able to like yeah. overcome some of these hurdles. Yeah, that most legal practitioners would face, right? Exactly, and that's probably why they're not in the position that you're that's in. That's hundred percent, million percent. Where do I where do I want to take it now? Where do I want to take it now, man? Uh, built up around crime. Yeah, I mm. I mean, built up around crime. Yeah, because of the fact that you're built up around crime, that's probably why you kind of understand how to speak to these kind of people. Yeah, right? exactly. So I know, I know. I guess um, you know, with your old company that you were working with them, and um, the boss was kind of telling you that you weren't as eloquent, right? Um, how did you manage to be around the people who are quote unquote well spoken or like whitewashed? Like, because it's a difference, right? A you are obviously difference. comfortable to speak to the people who are like around you because, like, in Birmingham, everyone uses slang, blah blah blah. See, what it is is but in the legal profession, you have to be somewhat formal. in a suit, formal, right? In the, in the legal, you have to be, yes. So, how did you kind of See, build that I've muscle? got uh, the best out of both worlds, I think. Mm-hmm. I can sit and have a conversation with you if you are a graduate from Oxford University or Harvard yeah, University. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, I can have a conversation with someone who's unemployed, uneducated, and who's in, involved in the life of crime. Mm. And I don't, I, I know how to switch it up. That's the thing about a lot of people. It's, it's, it's nice because there's a lot of people who can't, who, who don't have that, like, you can say it's in like an ability in it. Like they don't know how to conduct themselves in certain situations. They only know how to conduct themselves in one environment, and that that ultimately limits themselves. In it, and they go deeper and deeper into that environment alone, yeah, yeah. and then you're not able to be a mediator like Ahmed is, right? Because yeah, yeah. exactly. he's a mediator between the people who are professional mm. and the people who are criminals, right? Yeah. See, look, I can, like I said earlier, I can have a conversation with someone who's educated, high end, and someone who's unemployed and uneducated. Yeah. I don't know how I do it, mm. but that is one of my qualities. And that is why I've, I am where I am today. Yeah. Because there are people in my profession that automatically will look down on people yeah. just because of what they've done or just because of what area they come from or just because of what they earn or what yeah. they don't earn. Yeah. I don't have that in me. I don't have no chip on my shoulder. And humbleness, it boils down to humbleness. And in terms of switching you up, I don't even know myself how I do it. That's one of my qualities. Mm. Which I which think it was based on the fact that you were brought around, like, you know, a civilised family. And yeah. then, like, surrounding you were, like, uncivilised people, quote-unquote. 
Yeah, you know? probably. Yeah, that that's probably the. Because like that's what you see. Your environment dictates how you see reality, right? Yeah, yeah. And as someone who was acclaimed to be very opinionated from early, and that's why you got through the door, and that's why you got your university course sorted. You know, it's because of the fact that you had that worldview. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of centric because then you're able all, to yeah, yeah. play it in different ways. Because mm. would you argue that in some ways lawyers have to be manipulative? Or they have to persuasive. Persuasive. Yeah, you you have to be able to persuade yeah. either the judge or the jury. Yeah. And uh, not all the jury members are going to be middle class, high end people, yeah, exactly. educated people. Some people That's how are, they pick juries, right? They pick yeah. them from different randomly. Mm. Some people are going to be from down mm. the road. Yeah. From Aston, from South Hall. Yeah. Mm. You know they're going you to get that course, and you have to go in, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to. So yeah. so. Uh, yeah, that that's I think that's one of my key uh, sort of uh, keys to success, and that's that's why I attract a lot of people. I think yeah. because mm-hmm. anybody can go and put up an accent. Oh, how you doing, mate? You know, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anybody can do it, man. You have to be genuine. You got to be real out there. If you're yeah, not gonna man. be real, you ain't gonna get nowhere in life. Simple. Mm. And I think that's why you got the spice on the Instagram. <coughs> I think that's why you pop off a little bit. The accent does give you that little yeah, yeah, additional yeah. bonus. I think. <laughs> My disadvantage became yeah. my advantage in the end. 100%, yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because back in the day, he literally said that you won't be able to make it because of it. Because of it, yeah. And now, he said, you need electrician. So I think my disadvantage became my advantage. I use my weakness as my strength. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. when he was training, he was very skinny. And at one point, he goes, his calves was not growing. Yeah. And what he used to do then is, he started training in shorts, mm. so everybody sees them calves mm. and says, "Oh, look at his calves! They're really skinny." Yeah, so and he wanted that. He wanted that. Yeah. So every day he used to go to the gym with shorts on, and he goes, "I used to do. I I watch his documentaries, don't I?" Yeah. I used to do calf raises. Sounds like it. <laughs> calf raises every day. I used to do calf raises, calf yeah. raises until he had the best calves in the world. Yeah. So he used his weakness as his strength, made it, made his weakness his strength. Exactly the same way. Yeah. I made my accent and the way I speak English yeah, into yeah, my yeah. strength. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got to where I got to go in it. Yeah. Got to be. And uh, one final question. <coughs> what would you say to someone who is, or maybe who was in your position? Let's say that two year period that you were in where you're like, I wanted to be a solicitor, but I didn't have the right tools, blah, blah, blah. What would you say to that person in terms of their mindset? Mindset, don't give up. Yeah. No matter what you do, don't give up. Your only real friends are your mom and dad. Yeah. Everyone else will come and go. That's real. Trust man. me. And uh, if you're in the hospital bed and you're fighting for your life, trust me, the first two people, if you got a mom and dad, will be your mom and dad outside. Yeah. All these friends you're trying to impress. You're only unconditional, right? Yeah. Only, only unconditional people. Only unconditional people who are going to love you unconditionally. Only people who are going to love you unconditionally. You are not going to see any of your friends. Trust me. Most of them will only be a part of your life for a very short time. Mm-hmm. After that, they're going to be gone. So don't waste your time trying to impress your friends. Because yeah. no matter what you do, you're not going to get make everyone happy no matter what you do. Some people will still hate you. 
Some people will still be jealous of your success, some no matter what you do. Some people will stay with you through the journey. Yeah. Some people will and stay. And those are the people that you keep around. Keep, not as much as your mom and dad, but you know, somewhere around that vicinity. <clears throat> See, everyone wants to be part of your success. Not many want to be part of the process. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. The people who was and are part of your process appreciate them. Yeah. Mm. Show some appreciation to them. Everybody likes to jump on the bandwagon when somebody's successful. Yeah. Everyone, I get people every day that used to be, you know, I could tell they never liked me, but now they be messaging me. Let's go for a coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to get a good side. Trying to get a good side. I'd be like, I'd never be disrespectful to anyone. I said, yeah. I'm too busy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and sometimes I'm here. Well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. Busy. Have you not seen my shit? Of course, yeah. And then, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'll get one of my assistants to answer the phone and see the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, <laughs> should, you should. You should get Missy the one. Busy, man. Hello, Missy this is busy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, phone. Yeah. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy. He's busy. He's busy. He have any I'll be standing happen. next to the phone. See that? I'll be sitting right next to the phone. But so I'll answer that. Yeah, Mystique is busy. Please leave a message. We'll call you back. I'm never gonna call him back. But it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, you know, a lot of people would be disrespectful in those times. So you know, <laughs> congrats for you for not doing that. Yeah. Because if I was in that position, I'd probably be like, "Fuck you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> you, listen, 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 if you ever get into trouble, you have to know that. Mm. 0121. 0121. Dial the number. I'll let you say that. 0121. 554 4900. There you go. There you go. You got the number. Yeah, Phone it. Dial it. Save it. Number, pre-dial it. The name. Ahmed Yakub. Yeah, you can say the name, man. So Google it. <laughs> Google me, you know. All right. Take care, guys. Take care, guys.